Hey friends, welcome to another video teaching on spiritual weapons. We've covered truth on Sunday. We covered the, breast, the breastplate of righteousness uh, the other day. And today we're going to focus on the sword of the spirit. The sword of the spirit is God's word. The sword of the spirit is, is God's word, the Bible that we have available to fight this good fight that we're in. My friends, I love the Bible because the Bible is powerful. The Bible is, is a collection of books that's been inspired by God's Spirit. And it's so relevant, it's so real because uh, God's Spirit is still at work today. And when we read it, uh, it is bringing to surface the will of God to us every single day. And I wanna begin today by reading uh, a scripture out of the book of Hebrews chapter four, verse 12. It says this, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. How powerful is that? The word is alive, right? When you read it, it's like reading you. It is reading into your situations. It's reading into your circumstances. It's reading even into your motives. It's reading into your intentions. And that's why it's a sword because it cuts through things that are in our way or things that are trying to come against us. I mean, the word nourishes the soul it strengthens the soul, but also it encourages us on this journey and on this warfare that we're in against the enemy. You see, a sword, you, it's, it's what empowers you to fight this good fight. And remember, uh, we, our fight is not against people, right? Our fight is, is against these spiritual forces that are coming against us and against the will of God. And so uh, picture yourself again, uh, as a soldier uh, with, with the Word of God as your weapon in hand to be able to fight the strongholds. Remember, the strongholds are in your mind. Remember in, in uh, Bible days, uh, or maybe if you watch one of those movies from, from uh, the days of, of sword fighting and castles, strongholds was what uh, these people would, would build in front of the castles and they were built these really tall walls so the so the their enemies would not be able to penetrate their castle and so that's the picture of a stronghold the enemy tries to build these these mental uh walls uh that that keeps you away from the will and the purpose of god and so that's how you fight these strongholds because the word is alive and active it's active in breaking down these barriers in breaking down anything that the enemy tries to bring against your mind against your heart and against the purpose that god has for you and so you can you can picture yourself with a sword in hand kind of slashing through cutting through uh things like depression uh worry fear anxiety, temptations. And so the word is what keeps you uh, 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 focused and, and active in fighting back these things, you know? Uh, it's almost like as the enemy is attacking you, you're able to counterattack. And you counterattack with the word, right? It's because the word is, is your sword, right? It penetrates the dividing soul and spirit. Like the word gets through the motives, the intentions, the, 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 the lies, the deceits that the enemy tries to bring against you. So as you read the word, 
you're fighting. What's amazing is that just by reading the word, you're fighting back. Why? Because you are counterattacking all those things with what God says about you, about his will, about his purpose. And so just reading it is fighting back. Quote it to yourself. Right when you're when you're in war and certain things is coming against your mind and heart, well, it's time to go to the word and say, what does the word say about these situations and circumstances that I find myself in? Right, we have to pray the word over ourselves, pray the word over our circumstances. Right, and so for example, when I see the scripture uh, that says, "For the word of God is alive and active." I make that person, I say, God, your word is alive and active in me, is alive and active in my situation, in my circumstances, in whatever I'm going through. So I'm going to appropriate myself of your word. When you find yourself in a dark place, the Bible says that the word is your lamp, right? It guides you, but right? it leads you. Uh, even though you may think, man, I, I can't see straight right now. Well, well, you go in the word and the word will begin to give you clarity, gives you wisdom. It gives you perspective. It gives you knowledge. It gives you insight. It gives you revelation. It, it unpacks things as, as you may feel like, man, I'm not sure where to go and what to do next, right? The Word is also your playbook, right? We've talked about this many times that coming to church is like coming to the locker room, right? Where, where God, our ultimate head coach, right, is is showing us the playbook, is showing us what we need to go do and, and how we're going to do it and how we're going to execute the place for us to be able to win this war that we're, that we're in. And so, my friends, there are so many references to what the Word is throughout Scriptures, right? So many references. The, the Word sometimes is a sword. Sometimes the Word is the balm of Gilead. It comes to heal. It comes to restore. Sometimes the word is like a hammer, it says. It's like it comes to, to nail things in place. Uh, and so again, as you read the word, you see that it takes on so many shapes and form depending on where you are and what's going on in your life. And if you don't believe that the Bible, this collection of books, is inspired by God's Spirit, then you're going to have a really hard time having confidence in, in, in it. So you have to really... Ask God to help you understand his word, to understand his truth and how relevant it is and how alive and active it is today. Because if you don't activate the word, then guess what? You don't have any defense. You don't have any counterattack against the things that the enemy comes against you. So you have to believe that even though it may be so old, it's extremely relevant. Why? Because it's still alive and it's still active today. And so the Bible is not a weapon uh, against fighting people. I want to make that clear, right? It's not about showing how superior you are spiritually, because I see a lot of people using the Bible as a weapon to almost like defend their insecurities against other people or to try to be right. Uh, that's not our goal. That's not our purpose. Remember, we are after God's righteousness. We want to be right in God's eyes, right standing with him. And so it is really dumb to try to use the, the word of God against people. It actually defeats the purpose of why God gave us the word, right? The enemy would love for you to misuse the word by, you know, misquoting it and try to win arguments with it. That's not really the point. The point is to really uh, allow it to penetrate uh, our hearts and souls and to cut through sometimes the stuff that we have allowed the enemy to kind of build a stronghold against us. And so uh, just like uh, uh, athletes, 
they they practice right if you uh, again watch the movies from from the days of of people who would use swords uh, they would practice right these soldiers these gladiators would practice uh, being effective with the sword and so it's important that we practice by going to the word and, and being familiar with it and becoming very uh, efficient in understanding it so that we'll be able to counterattack the lies that the enemy tries to bring against us again practice makes perfect i've been reading uh, the bible faithfully for over 20 years i don't miss a day why because just like you need to eat every day uh, to be to be nourished physically you need to eat every day to be nourished spiritually as well and it's by being in it every day that you are able to anticipate when there's an attack against you or there's a stronghold that's trying to that's trying to build up in your mind so you have to have something to kind of attack those things and that's what the word is for so it's daily times in the word that gets us ready for the battle just like athletes practice every day to be ready for their uh, their game well we are in the game of life so we we need to be in the word every day so we can be ready to fight the good fight so remember when jesus came face to face with the enemy well he came face to face with the enemy many times but the showdown that they had in the desert where the enemy was trying to tempt them to kind of uh deviate away from the will of god deviate and and, and almost like uh, the enemy wanted jesus to fulfill the will of God through his will. And so we have to be aware of that. that. That's the fight, right? The fight is that the enemy wants you to fulfill your cravings in life through him as opposed to through God. But remember, when he came to Jesus and he tempted Jesus, um, what did Jesus say? I want to remind us that Jesus said it is written, right? The enemy says, hey, if you are the son of God, you're hungry right now, so go ahead and, fi- and, and, and satisfy your cravings, your physical cravings, by turning stones into bread. In other words, hey, don't, don't let the Lord feed you. You can do it for yourself. And so be aware of that because it always comes through. Remember, uh, we talked about this a few weeks ago. The, 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 the cravings of your physical being right or the lust of the eyes right what you see the enemy just wants to attract you by what you see or the pride of life you know makes you puff up and it makes you want to be your own god in a sense but remember jesus said it is written man shall not live on bread alone but on every word that comes from the mouth of god jesus was actually quoting the bible he was quoting the fifth book in the Bible, Deuteronomy, right? That's exactly what Jesus was doing. He was appropriating himself of the word. In other words, Jesus was counterattacking the enemy with the word. The enemy attacked him and he counterattacked by using the word because you don't want to use your own feelings, your own emotions, or your own understanding because, again, the enemy is more clever than you are. He knows how to twist your emotions, your feelings, and sometimes your own understanding against you. So Jesus, knowing that he was weak in that moment, physically um and he knew that 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 he could probably fall into temptation because jesus was fully human but here jesus shows us that being fully human you can appropriate yourself of god's word and so jesus in a way is teaching us here's how you can counterattack uh when these attacks are coming against you don't fall into that temptation of the enemy lying to you and kind of putting an if uh, put a doubt in your mind against what god wants to do in your life and so we say it is written right we need to appropriate ourselves of god's word
You know, uh, the Bible is powerful. And one of the uh, scriptures that I would highly recommend for you to spend some time in is in Psalm 119. It's the longest psalm in the Bible. Like, I think if you open your Bible in the middle somewhere, you might land on Psalm 119. But it's all about the power of God's word over our lives. And I want to give you one example, one scripture from Psalm 119. It says this, The unfolding of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. The unfolding of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. That's the beauty of going to the Bible every day. Because as your life is unfolding, the word is giving you light into your life. Every situation, every circumstance, whatever you're going through, whatever's happening, Sometimes the Bible even will help you anticipate things. Sometimes, I don't know if you ever had this experience where you read something and it didn't seem like it was relatable in the moment, but then a few days later or sometimes a few weeks later, uh, it, brings, it brings the perspective why you read that thing because maybe you were going through something. Uh, it was the word that you needed for that moment or for that season. And sometimes it's not even for you. It could be for another person that's going through something because God doesn't just give us his word for us, but he gives us his word to be a blessing and a strength to other people around us as well. And I love that he says, he gives understanding to the simple. Simple meaning that, listen, you don't have to be a, a theologian. You don't have to have a seminary degree because God, the Holy Spirit that inspired the word is also going to inspire you to understand it. So every time I go to the, the, to, to the word of God to read it, first thing I do is pray, Holy Spirit, help me understand what I'm about to read. I don't want to just read it for knowledge's sake, I want to read it for application's sake. I want to be able to know how to apply this to my life and what you're trying to say to me because sometimes some of the stuff could be a little bit overwhelming. Uh, that's why you, I encourage you to get a Bible study so you can get the context of each book and why it was written in the right context. But I believe the Holy Spirit will fill in the gaps for you. He will customize it for you. It will help you understand what he's trying to say to you. And sometimes if you're confused about the word, uh, keep reading. You know, the more you read it, the more clarity, the more wisdom, the more understanding will come to your heart and to your mind. And so I would highly encourage you to really make this resolution every day, right? Every day, get in the word. Every single day, just like you got to eat every day, physically, I pray every day you eat spiritually from the Word of God. And I pray you make that decision to have a daily intake of God's Word. It's not so much about how much you read. It's how much is getting in you. You know, don't get consumed with reading a lot of it. If you can do that, that'd be awesome. But just like you eat every day, you know, you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Well, create also a a flow of how you're going to get the Word of God in you. A, a daily intake. And learn to memorize it. Remember, when Jesus was tempted, again, He said, it is written. Jesus memorized the Word. Why? Because you need to be able to counteract in a moment. You can't wait for a temptation or a trial of tribulation. Uh, to, 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 in other words, a trial of tribulation temptation is not waiting for you to go read your Word. That's why you need to practice every day so you'll find yourself in situations that you should have a few scriptures that are part of your your, your walk is part of your life that you're able to bring back to mind and heart whenever you need it. 
right? Personalize it. Okay? Don't just read the word uh, like it was in, you know, written in a galaxy far, far away. You got to personalize the word. You know, again, for me, when I read it, if it resonates with me, I'm going to say, God, I want that word to come alive in me. I want it to be active in me. I want it to work on me and in, in, in my situation and my circumstances. Again, that's how you appropriate yourself of God's word. You personalize it. And like I said, uh, if you're not sure where to start, Psalm 119 is a great place to start. It's a really long psalm, so you can, you can break it out throughout your day and throughout your week and just let it just marinate over you. Let it speak to you. Let it ground you. Let it become alive and active in you. And if you've been a believer for some time, I encourage you to switch up your Bible translation once in a while just so you can get a fresh take on the word. I love to do that. I love to go from different translations from time to time just so I don't take it for granted because I struggle for those of us who've been doing this for some time. The struggle is to become too familiar with the word as opposed to let it have a fresh uh, uh, revelation on you. Sometimes just read. Instead of reading, listen to it, right? There are so many tools available to us. Again, get a Bible study, uh, a Bible study uh, if, you, if you don't have one, uh, so you can go deeper into the Word, but make it part of your daily regimen. You don't want to stay in the surface of just reading uh, devotionals or waiting for Sunday to come around. You want to be in the Word every single day day because that is your sword in this fight that we're fighting. Remember, uh, without that, uh, you are opening yourself up to any strongholds that the enemy wants to bring, and you won't have any ways to fight it back if you're not equipped with the Word of God. So let's pray together that the Word would take His right place in our, in our hands, in our hearts, right, as a sword. So Father, I pray that Your Word will become alive and active in us will be that double-edged sword, starting by just convicting us of things in us that doesn't belong. Because sometimes, Lord, the strongholds are there because we have allowed them to be there. And so I pray, begin from the inside out to, to purge us, to cleanse us, to, to uh, convict us of things that doesn't belong in our minds and our hearts. And, and then empower us to counteract all the lies, all the things that the enemy tries to bring against us to keep us bound, to keep us uh, slaves in our minds. I pray, Lord, that like Jesus, that we can say it is written. It is written. And we're going to live by the word of God. We're not going to live by our feelings or our emotions, but we're going to counterattack by appropriating ourselves of your word. Your word is alive. Your word is what we want to live by. And one word from you changes situations and circumstances. And so we want to be people of the word, not just our feelings or our emotions. So Holy Spirit, empower us to live according to your will by the power of, of your spirit. And I pray, Lord, that the word becomes part of us, that we, our people, can say, it is written, it is written. Man does not live by bread alone but we live by your word, God. So take your rightful place in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, we'll see you for the next video teaching.